I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger. If your blazer is wet, do not fret. At least you haven't been murdered yet. Hi, I'm Mary Stack, and I am playing Georgie Sullivan, owner of Nitwit Haven. And I know we're here investigating murder, but that won't stop this maven from bringing her business further and offering knitting lessons. I am Holland Lane Curtis, and I'm playing Birdie, who's got a full-body mud mask, an empty flask, and ready to kick some ass. Hi, my name is Jazz Isinger. I'll be playing Doris Featheringham, who is definitely not a boorish tourist. My name is Jonah Knight, your keeper, and also a playwright. Welcome to Roll to Metal. As you settle in, we'll begin part three of Our Ladies of Safe Harbor. Sean Patrick Kane is the author. In the show notes, there is a link you can click on and slink on over to his stuff. And before you say enough, enough with this intro, I'll just say, ready? Let's go. Well, I'm sure the clouds are going to leave the island any time now. And this this rainstorm is probably going to thin out and, and pass on. As soon as the heavy part ends, it feels like maybe the rain has picked up a little bit of momentum on the four of you as you stand out here on the grounds, the very nicely manicured lawns. But hey, the the wind has sort of subsided, so all the rain is coming straight down. So that's something. That's a change. So the four of you are here in the rain. Liam is rushing around. You can hear him still inside of the groundskeeper shed, making some noise, making some distraught sounds. Like, oh no, the the rain, the the wind must have knocked over this this very expensive stained glass window. I'll have to. Oh. Well, you can hear him over there. You're not over there. What are the four of you doing here now that you've regrouped in the rain? That is a very good question. Well, uh, if we find a little bit of shelter just from the rain, we could maybe go over what we've learned because we did kind of we kind of split up recently. It would be helpful to give each other a little bit of a recap. I think that sounds great. Okay. Well, Olivia's uh, lunch tent is still set up. You can see that not too far away. Or you could try to go back inside the chapel. I mean, you can see... Is that the tent that was on fire recently? Was something on fire recently? I mean, who could say? Uh, Honestly, yeah. You can also see Wari down at the dock. It looks like she's putting up some shutters over the windows of her boat. It's rocking pretty heavily. I suppose you could go hang out on the boat, but I don't know. If if any of you have sensitive stomachs, that may stay with you for a while. Absolutely nothing about me is sensitive. That being said, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I was going to say maybe, uh, I, I, I'd say let's stick to uh, solid ground if we can. So lunch tent, possibly still on fire lunch tent. I mean, it's raining pretty hard, so... I don't know. Fire is pretty, um... Uh, it, it perseveres. Is is the tent still on fire, Jonah? There was some quick acting right there, and the fire... Renette, you did put out the fire. Okay, so that is a thing that happened. I didn't hallucinate that. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, let's go to the, the no-longer-on-fire lunch tent. Well, as the four of you go, 
probably at a pretty brisk pace through the rain. Three of you, I don't know if this has come up in your conversation yet, but three of you definitely noticed that the fourth is kind of muddier than last you saw her by, by quite a bit, dripping from hair, maybe a, maybe a chin. Renette says nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's no way any good can come of pointing this out. Doris is happy to point this out. <laughs> good. I was noticing the um face mask and some um, full body. Oh, good. You body. did notice the full body face mask that I did uh, entirely purposefully. Yeah. How did you do that in the shed? You know, I am quite a marvelous creature and I have my ways. Um, she gets around. I do. Mm. You need a damp towel? You could follow it up with a seaweed wrap by going and dunking yourself in the water. That might help. I don't know. That might mess with your hearing aids. You think you're funny, don't you? You you think you're funny, Doris? Well, don't you? You think you're funny. That's a fair point. Yeah. No, I would like that towel, actually. It's time for the the mud mask to... um, I check my invisible watch. Maybe there's a a towel or a washcloth in the... In the lunch tent. Napkin that we are now in. I, I suspect we have just now stepped foot in there. How about that half burnt tablecloth? It's a start. It's already ruined. You can't make it any worse. I mean, you can make it worse, but like, it's not like it was going to get any use. Actually, I could use some of that for a corset. Is that linen? No, I'd I think it might. It, you need it. You need it. You need it more than I do. Yeah. Well, the four of you push your way inside of the lunch tent. And yeah, hey, there's that burned tablecloth right where y'all left it. A quick glance around as uh, as the the rain sort of starts to drip out of your your hair, and it looks like Olivia is not here. But as soon as you push in from behind what had been the lunch station, Dickie Junior sort of like bolts up suddenly, puts down a silver lid. Is it, I didn't, is it, is it time to eat? Uh, I was, I was yeah. kind of hungry. I didn't know if, uh. You snacking, Dickie? Dickie Jr.? You, we caught you snacking? Well, yeah, you caught me. You caught me. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And All right, let me get in on that. All right, yeah. How salvageable is the lunch food? Well, there is something that maybe had some kind of a, like a marinara sauce that is still on the grass right now. But it looks like Dickie has found the the three tins that are still up there. One of them is a sort of a sautéed green bean. One of them is kind of a uh, like a little bite sized ch- uh, chicken cutlets, and then uh, there's another one that is, let's say, rice because they're always in those things, like a nice rice pilaf. Okay, yeah, yeah. Renette's gonna go for the the little chicken bits. If there's there's three containers of relatively pristine food, she's digging in. But yeah, she'll take the opportunity to catch up with Dickie Jr. Maybe we go over to the corner and we're just kind of like whispering to ourselves while Dickie Jr. is distracted, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Renette and and Dickie are gonna are gonna we're just vibing. We're just Having a lovely time with the food. And I'm also trying to remember if we've interrogated this guy already. Wasn't he up with us in the bell tower or whatever? 
but I don't mm-hmm. know that we asked him about his connection to. Yeah, he went to a Catholic school and yeah. he knew uh, Brother Ben. Yeah, and he said he wasn't well liked. Yeah. Uh, Renette, as you join him over at the buffet, the limited buffet, he uh, he kind of brightens, his eyes open up a little bit, kind of rubs his belly a little, looks around. I, I saw some uh, some silverware over here. And I saw some some napkins over here. And he seems really happy and uh, and like uh, optimistically starts pulling out all the things that everyone would need to make a lunch. What a nice guy. We're having a, like a proper meal. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Have you ever had any of Olivia's cooking? She's so good. She's so No, good. I haven't had it before. I love it. One of the best things about bringing people out to this island, you know, she had the contract. She had the exclusive contract here on the island for all the events for mm-hmm. a long time. But uh, yeah, what so do you I, think she's going to do now? I think she's going to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, we're not really friends. I just know that she's an amazing cook. But uh, I know that this was her life. She built this whole company only to do events on this island. I know I I can only imagine it was really hard for her the the years that they were sort of closed for renovations. Yeah, so, um, did she have any uh did, you know, did her personality ever clash with anyone else in the past on the island? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. She sure yeah, she did. But but wait till you taste this and you'll know why they kept her around. All right. Yeah, Renette takes a big old bite of the food. Mm. Melt in your mouth, garlicky, buttery, green beans. There is something. This is like a generic rice pilaf in casual hands, but there might be saffron in there. For just like five people coming for lunch, this is not a microwavable, discardable dish. There's some serious talent here. This woman can do no wrong. But do you think she killed a guy? Just a, like a guy? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, you just said she's probably going to kill someone. Do you, do you, like between you and me, I mean, there has been a death on the island recently. Oh, yeah, that was so sad. That was very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got you got any any thoughts? Did she get along with uh, with Brother Ben? <sighs> really? All I know is that she's an amazing cook. You know, I would I would bring the people to her. She would slip me a plate of something after events. It's uh, real kind of her. Yeah, you know, we never. Uh, I asked her out once, and she said no real quick. So I didn't ask again. That's good. Good so boy. That, yeah, that was our relationship pretty much. Yeah. Any of this conversation count as meddling? You can absolutely roll to metal. Oh my gosh! Can I roll to metal? <laughs> Let's see. And am I using my presence? Sounds yeah. like presence. And oh, even right. though you're wet, you're still wearing your uh, your my blazer. My stylish outfit, my blazer, my very special blazer. With presence, that is an 11. Start this conversation up. What what is your what is your push to metal here? Um, well, you know, we're talking about Olivia, we're talking about Brother Ben. I mean, you've got such a unique position, uh, Dickie Jr. Uh, with, you know, your interactions with these people, your relationship with these people, the way you, uh, the, you know, your, your take on it. So, like, what are your, what are your thoughts uh, just watching from your little romantic cruises coming to these events and stuff? What do, you, what do you see that no one else sees? 
about this whole Brother Ben situation? Uh, anytime there's a loss of life, it's a tragedy. Since I graduated high school, one of the best things about it was that I would never have to see Brother Benjamin again. Mm. And then I took over my pop's romantic cruises, and then I had to deal with Brother Benjamin again, and it was never a... Yeah, it's not ideal. It's not what you want when you're, you know, bright-eyed looking toward the future, like, I'm never going to see any of these assholes again, and then you end up right there. Yeah. I don't know. My mom always said, if, uh, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So Yeah, um, but what if you're being asked directly? Uh, you know, aside from that whole uh, guy died in a weird accident thing, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, who's, aside uh, from that. I don't know too many people that are really going to be uh, sad about it other than, you know, someone died, I should be sad kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And he starts, to, he rubs his eye really quick and uh, sort of turns his, you know, I'm thirsty. Hopefully there was something. And he sort of turns his back and like starts to shuffle through some coolers and things. Hey, I didn't know. I don't know if you know this. Have you ever been to one of the one of the weddings here? Uh, no, I haven't. I've uh, first. This is my first time on the island. This is a dry island. Oh. And he pulls up a paper bag with a bottle in it. That's that doesn't look dry to me. Oh, brother Benjamin would not like this. Mm, that looks alarmingly wet. And he pulls a wine bottle out and you can see just from the way that he's holding it it is nearly empty hmm. yeah someone's been uh not as dry as the island would would prefer them to be so huh wow i mean i was i, got, I was kind of hoping there wouldn't be empty but you know okay it's a uh, well i don't know that was one of brother benjamin's rules i don't know if it'll stay that way hmm. we'll see interesting Okay, and I mean, this is this was Olivia's turf, right? But, like, anyone could have been hiding some nefarious forbidden goods in that cooler. I guess. I mean, this she... this was Olivia's turf. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't let just anybody in here. If it's not hers, uh, someone would have had to have worked pretty hard to hide it here. Huh. To go to the effort to keep it cool, they're probably trying to come back for it, too. Huh. Well, he puts the bottle back in the bag. Maybe I'll just put this back. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say that's wise. Yeah. That'd be good to know that it's there. On the other side of the tent, Doris, Georgie, and Bertie, what are you doing? Uh, I've taken out a flask and I'm fully drinking. Bertie, isn't it the middle of the day? Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. Are you from England? Because that's a... That's... You know what? You don't get it. You don't get it, Doris. It's been a long day. It's raining. Look at my mud mask. Let me have this. Hmm. Anyways, what are our clues or whatever? <laughs> oh, right. I pull out the note thing. <laughs> I guess right. I'll start. So there's your note, and mm -hmm. there's these... Bottle of sleeping pills, and there's, well, there's the people we've talked to. It just seems very fishy to me, all of it. Nobody seems to like Brother Benjamin. Uh, no one seems very sad to see him go. Let's run down our clues in order, 
and then talk about uh, the people that we have talked to, maybe. We found that thank you card that was not a thank you card at all, but a uh, Brother Benjamin Rotten Hell sort of card. We have a map of the island. We have the sleeping pills that the name for the prescription has been pulled off. And we found a crown of thorns in the bushes while we were stalking Liam, (laughs) I guess. So those are sort of the things we have. To be fair, though, the thank you note, I mean, that's not necessarily like indicative of someone wanting to murder you. I mean, I get notes like that all the time. I mean, it could be an inside joke. We don't know. It could be. It could be a joke, you know. So there's a little bit of rolling thunder that you hear in the distance. Maybe you even feel a little bit of lightning hit the river. The rain is steady and strong on the tent, almost in a relaxing way. Hey, how's Pearl? Is Pearl wet? No, Pearl's in a pocket in my raincoat. I have not forced her into the wet. <laughs> well, it looks like Renette is uh is filling a plate and having a grand old time Burnett, do they have any rice peel off oh my god birdie you wouldn't believe this stuff here let me let me make you a plate okay thank you i was gonna ask yeah you stay over there keep drying off i'm perfectly fine but thank you oh okay <laughs> i'll wander over and make my own plate i could eat i think doris sees that this is what everybody was doing and uh Decides, okay, fine. I'll do what everybody else is doing. I'll get some food. Oh, this is really good. Well, we shouldn't let our blood sugar drop. It's important. Stay fed so we can maintain our energy. Do we know where Olivia went? Dickie Jr. sort of looks up. No, uh, Wari and I kind of, uh, we're helping straighten up after, I'm not sure something happened in here, but, uh, we were, we were helping to straighten up and then, um, Olivia just, uh, she left. But hey, did she leave? Oh, yeah. Uh, my boat and uh, Worry's boats are the only ones here. She's, she couldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah. But hey, if, if, this is, if this is lunchtime, I'll go get the others. You ladies stay here. I'll go inside the chapel and, and tell everybody the food's ready. All right. You're a very helpful young man. Oh, thank, thank you. And with a smile on his face, feeling a little, a little better about himself today, Dickie Jr. Uh, takes a deep breath, holds the flat back, and then runs out really fast into the rain. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. I don't want to talk to anyone. Oh, yeah, we don't need to talk to all the other people. But I was thinking we could just take this opportunity to, to talk. So there's one. Okay, okay, Birdie, I know what your knee-jerk reaction is going to be, but please stifle it. There's wine in that cooler. Don't, don't reach for it. I don't need cheap wine. I've got my own stuff. Very good. Very good. Yeah, stick with that. The reason that the wine in that cooler is significant is that this island does not allow alcohol, as was the rule instilled by Brother Benjamin. So the fact that this bottle of wine... Of course. A dryland, yeah. So yeah, the fact that this bottle of wine is not only open and mostly empty... Um, you know, it's partially full. I'm not completely a pessimist. Um, and being chilled in the cooler would suggest that someone has been uh, disobeying these rules and um, possibly even intends to come back for the rest of it. So I'd say that's a 
clue. Should we go try to find Olivia? Maybe try to get some more information out of her? And I mean, well, in this case scenario, we can see what happens if we tell her that everyone's going to rush to the food. Uh, see her reaction. Yeah, she does seem kind of like protective of her food. It's very good though, right? It's really good. It's so good. good. We haven't checked out the cruise boat. Do we know how Brother Benjamin got to the island? Does he live here? Was there another boat? Did he come with the boat? I I'm a think little confused. He yeah. He's like a, he's, you know, it was, a, it was like a monk. Lives in a bell tower. I mean, when I picture it, he lives here. Like in, you know, a little monastery. But that is just what my brain is telling me. Maybe... Maybe this is a sign that we need to investigate the chapel and get a better grip on uh, the day-to-day on this hero island. Well, everyone having lunch is a perfect opportunity. I think that's that's uh, that's true. And uh, it looks like we might be able to use these plates to keep our heads at least a little drier. Are they paper plates? Oh, no, these are porcelain. Oh, nice. All right, let's steal some plates. Borrow. Borrow. Borrowing them. B- borrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. Should we take the, the tablecloth too? I mean, it's it's pretty much ruined. They can't use it anyway. You covered it in mud. Oh, well, you're right. I did do that. I totally forgot. Yeah, I don't I think that. it's going to help in any way. I mean, it's a large tablecloth. It was a it's lot of mud. Around you like the cape, but it's still going to be full of mud just like you. I'm leaving. <laughs> I walk out on porcelain plate. So the four of you go together out of the tent through the rain. And back to the chapel? Uh, maybe we wait until everyone else has left the chapel so they don't see us going in. Yeah, we'll give it a minute. So we just kind of sneak around the, the front door or something to like yeah. a corner. Is there like another entrance? Ooh. Oh, interesting. Have you looked for one? I, I think we are now. <laughs> yeah, I think a few things happen here. You get back outside <laughs> into the rain and all of the the little bit of drying off that you were doing, just all that effect goes away. And y'all are pretty wet. Although maybe the tops of each of your heads are dry because these are nice plates and can protect you from the rain but in a small area. We could have brought my mud tablecloth, but no. Weren't we all wearing rain gear? You all did have rain gear, and many of you brought umbrellas. Yeah. Uh, Bertie, I'm pretty sure at some point you lost track of your umbrella. I believe I did say that. Yeah. I don't remember why, but I think it was something spiteful. So it sounds like at first everyone had this plan of keeping dry with plates. And then very quickly that didn't work and you all remembered that you had umbrellas. So that worked <laughs> after, <laughs> after a moment. Uh, and you start to circle around the, the side of the chapel the front door, it looks like Dickie Jr. did leave it a little cracked open, but you can start to circle around the side. You can see Liam kind of circling around the outside of the shed, but that's that's some distance away. He's not really paying attention to you. Can each of you just tell me what you're looking at, what you're paying attention to as you're walking around the building? I think I'm keeping an eye mostly on Liam as we're passing, but like trying to be nonchalant about it. Any walkways that would indicate that they had the path turns at a certain space, that's where I would be looking for a door. Doris is keeping an ear out uh, to find out exactly like when everybody 
might be like chatting or like has left the chapel. Um, and so is hanging back at the back of the group to kind of keep an ear out for the front door. I think Birdie's probably just kind of scoping the environment, anything that's within sight distance to make sure that no one is like still out and about besides nothing, nothing is amiss um, or seems like off kilter since we last walked through. Renette, you can see Liam going in and out of the shed. He seems like he's moving kind of quickly, like he's trying to attend to something. You can't quite tell from this distance what he's up to. Georgie, you're sort of looking about for paths. You're looking about for um, where people might have been walking. And you can see a very slight indentation in the grass moving all the way towards the back of the chapel and looks like it's going down towards the beach. This is not the direction that Doris went with Liam, but it looks like at least someone or maybe someone's have sort of walked in that direction a number of times. Doris, the, the four of you are about halfway around the chapel when you can hear the voice of Dickie Jr. getting a little bit louder on the other side. He's talking very, very excitedly, and you can hear something about food. And then there's some quiet murmuring, and then you hear a loud voice that might have been Olivia kind of screaming, Son of a bitch, it wasn't ready! And Bertie, you're sort of looking about to see if anything has changed, if anything is different from what you know it to be. And everything here on the grounds seems about the same. There's Wari's boat, you can see. There's Dickie Jr.'s boat. You can sort of look up to the bell tower, and you don't have a good angle on it, but it looks like something's hanging from some ropes up there. And then you catch... Uh, a good view of the river and it looks like oh there's another strike of lightning yeah almost all these boats are off the water except for that one which looks anchored some distance offshore and it's not close enough for anybody to swim to but it is just sort of out there in the river and that is when the four of you get to the back of the chapel and see that there is another door i definitely point that out though uh, we're kind of pressed for time on investigating the, the chapel while no one's in there, but definitely that's something to go back to if we have a chance. I point out the pathway down to the uh, beach as well are things that we can investigate when people eventually interfere with us uh, looking around the chapel. This looks like an emergency exit. Uh, it is, you get inside. It is not locked. It is well marked. There's uh, that, uh, that exit sign right above it, the push handle to get out just in case there's an emergency. And it looks like you're in a back hallway. Uh, it looks like if you go in one direction, maybe towards your right, this hallway curves around and maybe that would bring you back to the chapel proper. Oh, there's a couple of bathrooms marked back here. There is an official looking door that has no markings on it. And then the, the hallway continues around towards the left, out of sight. I don't know about you, but that's an official-looking door. I think we need to open it. Yeah, at least investigate the door. The four of you come on in. Normally, maybe it would be pretty easy to be sneaky, but all of you are sort of sloshing. There's definitely, like, squishy, squishy sounds coming from each of your boots, whether they're appropriate or not. 
I immediately start looking for towels. You know, you think about towels, you look around, hey, there's a bathroom. They might have towels in the bathroom. I do go for the bathroom, just thinking so we can potentially cover our tracks if we are sloshing water right to the places that we are investigating. Yeah. Also, if we get caught, we can be like, we were looking for a bathroom. We found a bathroom. That is what we were doing. I mean, you guys do the thing. I'll, I'll get towels. Yeah, yeah. You get towels. We'll, uh, we'll do a little investigate. So what is this room? Was this just a very official-looking bathroom? This is an official-looking room. This is, a, this is an office. It oh, looks okay. like, yeah, you've got some filing cabinets. You've got a desk. You've got a phone. You've got um, regular-looking office-y things in here. Except that maybe they're a little subdued. Maybe there's a really nice desk you could have, but this looks like a very plain desk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you could have a nice rug, but this is, this is just a plain rug. Yeah. Very utilitarian. Yeah, minimalist. You mm-hmm. know, simple. Monk-like. I would mayhaps. like to immediately start rifling through the drawers and any papers and stuff on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a day planner, I'll clearly steal that as well. <laughs> Doris has the same idea, but goes immediately for the trash can. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Uh, I'm just going to look around, like, just surface level, like, to figure out exactly whose office this is. Uh, you know, see if there's any pictures, see if there's any any names written. I, I mean, obviously, it's, it's a little sparse, but if there's any office knickknacks that could provide some insight, that'd be cool. It sounds like each of you are meddling. I think so. Georgie, you jumped right to the desk and started going through drawers at an alarming pace. Uh, <laughs> that throws Renette a little a little off her guard, so it takes Renette a moment before she can begin to look around. Yeah. But Georgie goes first. I'm assuming if he had it, was given a nasty note, like, I'm assuming, like, he might keep notations of, like... Like a journal, like journal entries seems like the kind of person that would keep a journal or a day planner or something that just generally keeps track of who he comes in contact or with or who he might have plans with. Um, And I think I'm rolling reason. I rolled a 12 plus three. Doris, you watch Georgie jump in and start going through these drawers very quickly. You go right to the trash can. Could you roll to metal? I think I, I dirt kind of girl. So like I'm <laughs> going for thorough. Like okay. I'll touch the banana peel level. Then that sounds like reason. That is an eight. Renette, you see both of them going through all of these things. And you have a moment to actually look around maybe a bit more slowly. I, uh, I take that moment. <laughs> so that's a five. All right, Georgie. So you go through the top drawer, and very quickly you can see that this is Brother Benjamin's office. There is correspondence addressed to him. It seems very boring. Uh, nothing too suspicious here. Go through the first side drawer. No day planner. Just uh, very minimal. You open the bottom drawer, which is uh, one of those deeper ones, so it can hold something that looks like a donation box. This is sort of a fancy-styled 
donation box that can be mounted on the wall. It has very ornate carvings on it. As you maybe lift it a little bit out of the drawer, you can see that someone at some point had pried the top off of it. Because on the back, the wood is a little bit splintered and one of the hinges is fully pulled off. Doris going through the trash can. Indeed, there are quite a few banana peels in here. But at the bottom of this metal can, you find an envelope, a regular mailing envelope, that looks like it's been about halfway burned. It looks like it was sent to Brother Benjamin. The return address is the Historic Preservation Committee. And you're being very careful with it. And while you can't make out a lot of the details, you can see that it is from someone whose name is obscured, condemning the chapel and arguing for it to never be reopened. Is there a date on the letter? It was sent last week. Good to know. Ronette... You sort of turned away from Georgie. You turned away from Doris. There's a little shelf over here. Oh, there's a snow globe on it. As you start to look through some of the books on the shelf, the whole shelf falls off the wall. And Is there at least a secret passage behind it? You know, not with a roll of five. Not with a five, huh? Not with okay. a five. Just a mess, then. Now just a mess, yes. Fun. The snow globe breaks, shatters on the floor. you've come out of the bathroom you've probably got a handful of paper towels I don't know well I don't know what you've got with you (laughs) but uh, as you get out of the bathroom you can hear a clattering and a shattering from this open doorway oh god a Russian I don't know who did that I am brandishing one of the umbrellas probably just in case it was like an altercation. Oh, oh I, I, I do know who did that. And um, Renette raises her hand. It was, it was me. <sighs> Sorry, okay. folks. Um, I got some, I got some paper towels. We should wrap this up. Yeah. I don't know if they could have heard that. I definitely heard it. Okay. I mean, but the, if they're all outside and in the rain and eating Olivia's delicious food. They probably didn't hear it, but also like, if anyone was hungry, that wouldn't be great. Yeah. Also, like, yikes. You know. Mm -hmm. And also, like, after him being murdered slash dying, um, and then having his office ransacked, um, just we should. I mean, we were looking for paper towels. (laughs) We found them. Hold up the paper towels. Yeah. Well, we also found. I point out the donation box. And I take multiple photos of it with my phone, and I don't remove it from its spot. Ooh. It appears Brother Benjamin liked bananas, but I also found this dated oh, last week. No, I think week. the bananas is the most important part of this, this investigation. But who was... half burns a letter? I don't know, but do you think he was potassium deficient? Could that explain the sleeping pills? It could. Okay, but yeah, the letter... That is very interesting. It looks like he's gotten a lot of um, pushback from all sides. 
and he decided to reopen anyway. Or I guess it was decided. I think I all remember we knew was that we had uh, invitations from the Preservation Society to tour the island and the chapel before the wedding, mm-hmm. which is interesting if Brother Benjamin got a letter from supposedly the same group. Does any yeah. of the handwriting on any of our paper match? Oh. What are you comparing? Oh, uh, the rotten hell with the let with the how dare you reopen this island, this chapel? And our little uh, our map. invitations to oh, the island. Invitations, mm. yeah. The uh, the half burned letter from the preservation society seems to be a great example of this official font that was spoken of earlier. This looks like the official Historic Preservation Society font. Mm-hmm. It looks like the handwriting on the Brother Benjamin Rot in Hell is sort of big and emotional and a little bit bold and like kind of all in caps. And then you look again at the map of this island with the big X through it, comparing it with these other two documents. It is a red marker. And Brother Benjamin Rot in Hell was also a red marker. The Historic Preservation Society. Wasn't that Abraham? Yeah, that was Abraham Castro. Mm-hmm. Is right? he eating lunch? Assuming he's with the rest of the group, and assuming the rest of the group is eating lunch, then yes. So perhaps we should ask some questions. Indeed. I'm sure we can pull him aside just by telling him we have more, we're just interested in more of the history of the chapel. Yeah, which we are. It's not a lie. It's totally true. Specifically the recent history in which this guy was murdered. (laughs) In which there was a murder. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to open the donation box. Yeah, you set the box on the desk so that everyone can lean in and take a look. And you're able to sort of pull the top up a little bit. And all of you can see that there is a modest amount of cash in there. I think just thinking about the fact that we are what looks like us breaking into uh, a charity lockbox, I think I just go to the door and just like make sure that it's shut, keep my, keep my ear out for anyone coming because that would not look good. The door was open when you came in. And I don't remember anyone saying that they closed it once you entered. And as you walk to the door, you take a few steps with uh, some click clicks. Oh, you have because you have nice boots on. And even though there's a little bit of squish involved, you can hear the heels. And as you get close to the door, you hear a sort of a rush in the hallway and footsteps running. I peek out. I gotta know. The door to the outside is closing. Yeah, be. I leave. I'm gonna go chase him. Birdie runs out of the room. Sorry. Birdie! Birdie! Renette is gonna real quick um, take one of the paper towels that she was using to dry off and just wipe the perimeter of the lockbox so any of our fingerprints are no longer on it. Close it and put it back. Mm-hmm. Shut the door, give it a little wipe. So Renette took a minute to sort of straighten up. Did anybody run out right away after Birdie? Doris, Doris ran Sanders. out. 
she's in big old clunker farm boots, so she's running pretty fast. Doris, so you see Bertie headed right towards the door. You see her push it open and run out into the rain. And you're just right behind her, a couple steps behind her. Georgie and Renette still in the room. You hear running. You hear more running. Bertie and Doris's footfalls fade away. And you hear the door to the outside close. What do the two of you do still inside the room? Well, we have to assume they're going to be fine. I think that we can just keep poking around in the other room. So be everything's fine. They'll, they'll catch up with us when they're done. They're just doing, you know, a little detour. But uh, they'll, they'll be back. So let's just, you know, make sure that this official looking door slash office slash apparently there's a bathroom as well. Looks like we ha- we were only here to find paper towels. And then we'll uh, poke around elsewhere. I think that sounds great. Very good plan. We make great decisions. Oh, the best. We're the rational ones. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I love that that conversation is continuing as you're straightening up and closing the door because you, you're leaving the office. Yes, we are the rational ones. And that is what we are doing. And maybe because you're, you're so optimistically rational at this moment, maybe that's why you didn't notice Flossie in the hallway watching the two of you come out just with her arms crossed a little bit. Is it just the two of you now? Uh, we were looking for the bathroom. We found it, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could talk for a moment. We, we could talk. I'm interested um, in having a chat with Flossie. I suppose I could tolerate that. All right. What do you need? Bertie and Doris outside. The rain is pouring. You're never going to dry off today. And as you as you rush out, and then Doris right behind Bertie, trying not to bump into her, I think that, Bertie, you should probably roll the day move. This is a lot of rain. This mud is kind of seeping up, and the ground is getting slippery. As soon as you've gotten outside, there was another strike of lightning on the river. So you're sort of blinking your eyes, and now they're filled with water. What is the worst thing that can happen if you don't see what you are doing? Easy thing would be like to slip and fall into some more mud. But I like living on the wild side. So I'm going to say there's like a nice big hole for my foot to fall in. And I twist my ankle. And if everything goes according to plan, what is the good thing that will happen? I will glean information on possibly who was spying on us or with my keen eye and perceptive abilities, notice something slash zero in on something helpful. Okay. That is a, an eight. You see someone a little ways ahead, running. You blink your eyes, you blink your eyes, you try to get a good look at who this is. And Doris kind of bumps into you from behind, and there's another flash of lightning, and you can see this person pause for a moment and look back. 
And this is Wari. And she pauses for a moment and shakes her head no, and then turns and keeps running. Wari, this is all a big... We were looking for towels. I try to say it over the rain and the thunder and the lightning. Was That was a natural 12 you rolled? Yeah, so it was... Uh, 12 plus 3, 15 total. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we will talk about that in just a few minutes. Yes. So the lockbox is a void clue then. Let's see. It's a haunted lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's a haunted box. 